0: Thanks for joining us on the Calvary Now podcast, where alongside weekly sermons, we hope to bring you conversations and interviews that will be resources and encouragement to our congregation and listeners. I'm your host, Nolan Carroll, and today I'm joined by Paula Williams, our local outreach director. Paula, thank you so much for being
1: here. I'm so happy to be here with you today, Nolan.
0: So just to start off, for those who don't know you, I'd love just to hear a little bit about your heart for missions.
1: Yeah, you know, Nolan, when I think about missions, I think about, you know, how I started this journey with, you know, serving communities. And it actually started off just as a civic responsibility, wanting to be involved with things at school, um, being involved with brownies, you know, cleaning parks, joining choirs and singing at nursing homes, doing Christmas carols. So it really started off, you know, as something I, I felt a civic responsibility to do as as a child growing up. You know, as I went on to college, um, I continued that in that vein, and I attended our Lady of the Elms College in Chicopee, Massachusetts, where I graduated um, with my bachelor's degree. And during that time of study, I was part of an interfaith group. And in that interfaith group, I actually had an opportunity to lead a cause for children with disabilities and um, specifically children that had mobility disabilities. And so, my very first local outreach fundraiser or event was uh, for this organization called the Brianna Fund, um where different uh, denominations came together. Um, We used gifts and talents to raise funds through dance, singing, and all different types of collaborations to um, do something in the community that was meaningful to me at that time.
0: So there's a little bit of background that we have from there from you. It's kind of been a part of your life, and it's gone from a civic duty. How's your approach to missions changed over the years there?
1: Yeah, I would say from, you know, moving from a civic responsibility, it then moved on to like a value-based choice. A uh, choice that I made um, in my life, as you know, raising my son um, in our local church. He was involved with um, Baptist on Mission. Uh, he was in the Okinichi Council of Boy Scouts, and I was a scout mom, and um, also um, a part of disaster relief um, operation in as much. Um, and my son was also a royal ambassador. So, just incorporating that in the the fiber of my life. And the values that I set for you know rearing my son, I'm um, and modeling that, and the importance of you know serving people, um, yeah, that's how I I grew in in the mission.
0: So as you you've been a part of it, you've served in different areas. Um, how has local outreach specifically impacted you, your your outlook, your heart? How has how's it impacted you there?
1: Yeah, you know, as I've grown in Christ, um, just want to take it back a little bit, Nolan. Um, I, I accepted Jesus Christ in like 1986. I um, was in a household that what we would now call unchurched. And although I mentioned all those other things about the civic responsibility and then it becoming a core value, um, I didn't know much about Jesus and his mission. And as I... Um, In 1986, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior and was baptized the same year. Uh, I began to grow um, into a call as I learned the Gospels. As I watched Jesus' example, um, I watched him. I loved uh, Matthew of Jesus being on mission with his apostles. And the Greek word for apostles is to send them or sent out or sent ones, if we wanna use it as we're using it today. And um, I started studying, you know, well, what was that apostleship like? And I saw in Matthew that Jesus was doing a teaching of people, teaching them what he was doing um, and showing us through his word that, how to model after him. And so he handpicked 12 apostles to do that. And sent them out. And I, what I loved is he sent them out in communities that were closest to, to them. So the first part of their mission was Galilee, which was four miles from Jesus's hometown, Nazareth. And he gave them specific instructions and shared with them to start the gospel with a certain group of people. And that was the people of Israel before they went abroad and went further and spread the gospel all around the world. And so for me, I, from those teachings, I learned that there's an opportunity every single day to do exactly what Jesus did in the lives of other people. And what I love most um, for me is that I recognize if I'm going to model after Christ, then I have to do the things that he did, and follow the examples that he set for the apostles and even the written words for us today. Mm-hmm. And so that is that Jesus came not to be served, but to serve other people. And so that's how it's impacted me. And my heart went from a, it went from a civic responsibility to a value uh, that I chose to a calling. That gives me purpose and it it helps me um, walk out my faith and to be on mission for Jesus Christ and be aligned with the instructions that he has for each and every one of us as we serve him daily.
0: I love that. goes from a, a civic responsibility to an identity in a way. And there's an overflow of the heart in response to Christ and what he does. I love that. So, of seeing how you've learned from it, how it's changed you. But as you have served over the years, how have you seen local outreach specifically impact the people that you're working with?
1: Wow. So the people that I'm working with, I mean, it's levels of people that I'm working with um, because, you know, I have the body of Christ, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, I have our local outreach partners, the agencies itself and the people who lead those agencies. And then we have the people that they serve. So I have to answer that kind of in three parts. So the way that I see it impacting um, my brothers and sisters in Christ, I I think of two um, of our core values at Calvary. Um, The first one is depth. And so um, that value says that we never grow beyond the gospel. We just grow deeper in it. And as we do that, you know, we become more like Christ so i'm seeing like my brothers and sisters in christ more people connecting with that value um taking the gospel outside of the four walls of the church and going into um agencies and serving causes that matter most to them what i'm seeing with our partner agencies is they're starting to see jesus's hands and feet in operation So we're going beyond generosity of just giving dollars. And Jesus even talked about that with his disciples when he was training them in Matthew. You know, don't bring your pocketbook and don't bring your money, but go, right? And so our partners are seeing us mobilize together through our serve events, um, through our all-staff serves. They are seeing us mobilize and be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. Um, And then for the people that they serve, um, when I think, I think about one organization in particular, and that's On Wings Like a Dove, when I think back to the three people who were baptized here at Calvary, that says it all, um, the impact. On Wings Like a Dove is an organization that's set up to help people who are transitioning from prison, they give them an opportunity to live in a home and have a have a safe haven as they are transitioning back into this world system. But as they're transitioning, they're also teaching and sharing the gospel with them. And one of the um, opportunities I had was to sit down with a couple of the ladies to find out, you know, hey, have you, um, I love your testimony about, you know, how you accepted Christ in prison. I love how you're growing, but have you ever had an opportunity to take that further and have an open profession of your faith through baptism? And when I found out that they, they didn't and they were interested, I thought, wow, what an opportunity, you know, to take um, what they've had in the gospel and then take them and follow exactly what the Word of God says about us being on mission. Go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them, in the name of the Father and the Holy Spirit. So that would be my answer um, on three different levels.
0: I love that, uh, that, that perspective, too, of how serving is preaching the gospel to both the person who is serving, because they're growing in depth, but it's also getting to serve the spiritual needs and the physical needs of the people that you're working to serve well.
1: Absolutely.
0: So that's a lot of the the why. But I would love to get into the what. So some of the opportunities for the people who are listening to this, what kind of opportunities do we have? How can people get involved with serving and get mm-hmm. plugged in?
1: Yeah, that that's a wonderful question. The what is, you know, is the assignment. Let's start there. It is, you know, mobilizing, taking the teachings that we're learning in small groups, the sermon series that we have, right? And then mobilizing that and taking it out into the local communities how do we do that specifically um, at Calvary through local outreach and what I do um, and how what I'm responsible for is we get plugged in Um, people can reach out to me and let me know the causes that they're interested in we have 18 um, partner agencies this fiscal year Um, we we serve all parts of our communities across Forsyth, Davie, and even Davidson County, so we can meet needs of you know food insecurities, um, those that are marginalized, uh, those who are um, experiencing an unplanned pregnancy, um, those who are transitioning um, from prison, those who are walking through um, drug and alcohol addiction programs. All of us can do something. And it's just a matter of making that first step. It's a matter of saying, you know, I'm saved to be sent. And so, when? When do I want to serve? There's always an opportunity. And so, the easiest way for a person to get involved is just to sit down and just really hear in their heart what, what they believe God is calling them to do. Then the most practical thing is then just reach out to outreach at calvarynow.com and send me an email. Let me help you get plugged in. You can they can also visit Calvarynow.com slash missions page. And take a look at some of the current opportunities we have um, ongoing to be involved with local outreach. And um, certainly always an opportunity, you know, over the summer to, you know, onboard and try, you know, serving in some capacity.
0: So with these opportunities, someone's looking to get plugged in, but maybe they're a little uncertain. There's information online for this, but... What kind of requirements are there for for times, for commitments to schedules? Is it kind of a variety of things that people can get involved in?
1: Yeah, and so it's going to depend on the what they're looking to do and how they're looking to serve within each organization. There are training requirements for many of them, um, like, for example, our jail ministries, Um, If you're going to mentor someone in our pregnancy care with our pregnancy care centers, um, there is specific training for that. If you're going to work with youth, there's training and then even sometimes um, background checks required. Um, But those are easy things to overcome because the organizations are well equipped to help you go through those processes very easy Uh, It's just a matter of deciding. And then, you know, how do you on board? Try a little bit. Make a small commitment. So I always say, you know, find people in your circle of influence that have the same passions and convictions that you have towards a need. Decide together. Look at the calendar and decide to serve on rotation with each other. So I always recommend for volunteers so we don't get to volunteer burnout is to serve up to three months, rotate, and then try another three. And before you know it, you've served six months out of the year. And it's really easy to do that because of our small group environment that we have and how we are are leveraging that to to grow and find a sense of belonging. Um, That's a great way to be known and loved is to serve together with people.
0: So speaking of serving together with people, Do you guys have opportunities where families can serve together? I've seen a lot of things with like Stuff the Bus, where families uh, bring their children and they just get to come and serve together. Are there opportunities like that within the local outreach with some of the ministry partners that we have?
1: Absolutely. And that's what I love about local outreach. And it brings me to mind of another value that we have, diversity. Uh, First of all, you're going to serve the needs of people who maybe are not like you. But you also have the opportunity to um, serve together with people closest with you, like your family. And so um, there are lots of opportunities. There there are some that have limits on the ages, but reach out. We can find, I can find, our partners together we will find an opportunity for you to serve together with your family.
0: So let's say there's someone right now who's listening to this they've thought about serving, maybe they're a little on the fence because they're unsure of things. What would you say to that person right now that's listening just to encourage them to dive in, to try it, to serve?
1: Yeah. I would say if the hesitancy is serving alongside a person, try a project. Uh, Try something like uh, Samaritan's Ministry Soup Kitchen where you're preparing food and just maybe wiping down a table and just showing hospitality. Um, Maybe do something like a food distribution where you are, you know, helping people load food in their cars, or maybe even a thrift store where you're organizing clothes that impact the people who come in who have the need. Uh, That's a great way to get started And then you'll realize that really you can do so much in such a short period of time. These organizations are looking for people to commit consistently, but maybe an hour or two a month. And so I think that for a person who's just starting out, just kind of just taking that first step and then deciding, am I available and willing to serve alongside a person Or is it a project that I'd like to start off with?
0: So I want to circle back real quick. You had mentioned, you said, onboarding during the summer. Is there a specific opportunity this summer that's coming up that maybe people should bookmark as a save the date on their
1: calendar? Absolutely. I want everyone who's listening to stop what you're doing right now (laughs) and open up your phone and mark this date. Um, So we have an opportunity uh, amongst I would say we're one of over 500 churches across North Carolina who will be taking part in Serve North Carolina. Uh, The dates of Serve North Carolina are August 3rd through August 10th. And the way that we're going to be involved is uh, we're going to do three projects. From on August 3rd, it's going to be our annual Stuff the Bus, where we'll have an opportunity to serve the needs of of kids across uh, Forsyth, Davie, and Davidson County. And then um, I'm praying that we will have two community events in Forsyth and Davie County. I would really love for us to rally together and help um, something big in a community where, you know, hundreds of us can get together and complete a project. And um, would love to see that happen. So mark your calendar. More to come on that.
0: Absolutely. Now, they don't have to wait till then, but that's just something they should be aware of.
1: They do not have to wait till August to serve. Please don't wait till August to serve, but absolutely mark your calendar for that that summer event. Just want to say the gospel changes everything and we have an opportunity to be the gospel. You know, everywhere that we go. We have an opportunity when we when we serve locally with our organizations to be really the people that help people set their hope in God. And sometimes it starts with the organizations and their existing volunteers, like their full-time volunteers, and then it radiates out to the people that they serve. And that's a great way for Calvary to be known in our community as a church that really cares for people. And it also helps establish for the people who are serving together, that sense of belonging. And I think that's key. Uh, so much has happened and grown with friendships by serving together. The gospel changes everything. And I mentioned Matthew, where Jesus was doing the teaching. By the time he got to Mark, chapter 6, the disciples or the apostles were doing And so he went from a teacher to them actually doing. And I remember a verse where the apostles were coming back to Jesus, giving them an account of everything that they had done. And so when I think about local outreach and I think about our vision, our mission, our our values, I see that happening here at Calvary. We're going from Matthew where we're getting all this teaching going to mark or we're actually out there doing and we have so much opportunity to do that and i look at that even as a as a platform or onboarding for people who maybe want to even consider global missions you know just starting right here at home you know may ignite something in someone else to go further than their local community
0: Paula, thank you so much for just coming and sitting down today. I want to make sure that we reiterate some of those resources where people can start getting plugged in. What were those again?
1: Yes, that would be Calvarynow dot com forward slash missions, or you can email me at localoutreach at com. Well,
0: thank you so much for sitting down with us. I just pray this would be an encouragement to those who are listening, um, that there would be just more people getting plugged in. And as you mentioned, that we would have disciples and apostles who are coming back and sharing the good news of what has been done. Thanks again for joining us on the Calvary Now podcast. We desire that Calvary would be a place of belonging and hope where no one walks alone. If you're not already, we would love for you to join us in person at either of our campuses on Sunday mornings at 9 or 1030. For more information, visit calvarynow.com.